0: Drive time radio with New York Vinny.
1: Have a very good Saturday morning to you. It is a walk in the city of Seattle up and down the west coast from San Diego to Lane, Washington, where we uh uh, beam to you live from the studios of Esperance Media along the uh, KKNW Broadcasting Network, and uh, with another edition of Drive Time. Very good morning to you. Hope everybody had a good week. It has been a crazy week, obviously, with uh, much going on in world affairs and everything. So we uh, hope that we give you an hour of taking your mind off of all of that and putting it on cars in your car. And- all the latest from uh, the car world. We will take a look at uh, my week in the Mini Cooper S uh, coming up on our road test a little later in the show. We have a cartoon for you and a bunch of other good news and stuff uh, that uh, we think you should know about in the car world. These are things that, you know, that maybe you don't get on the mainstream news outlets, but we search and we peruse and we peruse and we look to try to find uh, the stories that'll that you'll tell your neighbors, hey, did you hear about that? You tell you people around. Well, I don't even know. Uh, th- does the water cooler even exist anymore? You know, we used to, in, in radio, they used to tell us, well, say things that people will talk about around the water cooler. Uh, but these days, uh, the water cooler is, you know, it's empty. It's sitting there by itself. And even if it's full, are you taking a drink out of the water cooler these days? I don't think so. <laughs>
2: I think it's turned into a coffee machine.
1: Has it turned into a car? I think it's, <laughs> I think it's turned into yelling to your neighbor. Has it <laughs> Oh man. Yes. The, uh, yeah, it's a little crazy, but we soldier on, we, we move on. And of course, uh, that's part of the things, thing that we're trying. You know, it's funny. I, I, in putting the show together this week, I actually toyed with the idea of having a military, maybe we'll do this in a couple of weeks, um, having a military vehicle expert on to tell us, uh, explain to us what types of vehicles would be used in case there was uh, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, we got into some kind of conflict. What will our troops be driving? What will, um, you know, what will they look at? What will the Russians be driving? What will other forces uh, be riding around in? Uh, Because military vehicles have changed so much Even in the last, um, I don't know, the last four or five years, what a veteran may have driven in the Afghani uh, conflict uh, could be quite different from what a soldier will drive in this conflict, if God forbid it does come to to happen, or even what they're putting into position uh, now. Uh, So uh, with, with the Russian equipment, uh, their equipment will always seem to be outdated. But if you look at it now on the newsreels and stuff, the, 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 the news shows, uh, it looks like they got some pretty sophisticated stuff going on. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, maybe that's something that needs to be set off for a couple of weeks. But, um, uh, but I think it, it would be a fascinating show just to get an idea of uh, hopefully what we won't see. On our uh, television screens, screens. And to be honest with you, if, you know, who knows if we're even going to have television, you know, what will happen to cars, to your car, to my car, to everybody's car, if, in fact, uh, the internet is hacked, it's shut down. One of the things you'll have to worry about with electric cars, I don't know how you're going to be able to charge your car. You're going to have to go to a home outlet and charge it. it might be the least of your worries, but still, people are going to want want that, um, that ability to move, to get away, to, to drive to Idaho or Iowa, somewhere, you know, somewhere away from the coasts, I would think. And, and listen, I'm praying that all of this doesn't happen. But, you know, I was a Boy Scout, and the motto of the Boy Scouts is be prepared. So it's something to think about. Uh, I'm not, you know, thinking about it in terms of worrying people. But I am thinking about it in terms of be prepared, what to do if something happens. And we seem to be moving closer to something happening. Let's just hope it doesn't. Uh, Listen, I pray every day. Among the many things I pray for every day one of the things I pray for when I get up in the morning is that this insane um thing doesn't keep heading the way it seems to be heading. All right, let's uh let's get the cars, let's get to some news, uh, things that are going on. New leader in the clubhouse in car sales, Toyota. Is uh, and has been for uh, the last couple of months, but the 2021 sales figures are out. Toyota has overtaken Ford and GM and everybody, they are the largest. Previously, GM was the largest selling car company in the world. Uh, GM has dropped, Toyota has taken the number one spot. Probably well deserved. Toyota makes good cars. If you make a good car, people are going to buy it, right? Uh, it's it's interesting to me that they lag behind in the electric stuff. You know, they they, they certainly have hybrids. Uh, they have one electric model out so far. They're supposed to have two more coming in the next, uh, I don't know, the next uh, month or so. I think in April they may show them off at the auto show in New York. But you know, Toyota has gone the way of the plug-in hybrid and the hybrid, and it seems to be a strategy that has paid off for them. Um, as I say, they are coming up on the electric, but I think Toyota's part of Toyota's strategy is they believe in fuel cells. They believe in the hydrogen cars, and that you would and and that is really what's going to give them an advantage on into the future. Not not official, but that's just what if you look at you analyze what they're doing, that seems to be one of the things that is on there. You know, most people see electric as, a, as, as the next thing. I think Toyota may see hydrogen as the next thing and electric is a step to getting there. But anyway, people are buying Toyotas. The car industry is on a road to recovery. It's not back yet, but they've faced a number of problems. Uh, labor shortages, chip shortages, which seem to be now loosening up a little bit. Chips are coming up for, uh, coming in for cars. And some of those cars that you see that are backed up at raceways and speedways and garbage dumps and parking lots and malls and everything else seem to be getting chips and getting out on the road. So uh, if you ordered one and you're waiting for it, it could be on the way very soon, maybe this week. If you ordered a Porsche, a Porsche, that might not be on the way. Seems that uh, there is a ship that's burning uh, off the Azor Islands in the Atlantic. And um, on that ship, is a number of VW Group high-end vehicles, Porsches, Bentleys, and um, Audis. Uh, Let's go to a report from NBC News.
3: The dramatic rescue captured on video a 22-person crew hoisted from an oil tanker as their own cargo ship, the Felicity Ace, burned off the Portuguese coast. The Portuguese military says this airlift came after the ship reported a fire Wednesday morning. MarineTraffic.com shows the Felicity Ace was traveling from Germany to Rhode Island when the blaze started. For over two days, the vessel, which according to the Associated Press can carry more than 18,000 tons, left to float adrift in flames. A nearby port captain telling Reuters the smoking ship is carrying roughly 4,000 vehicles. Among the cars, luxury rides worth millions of dollars, including 189 Bentleys and over 1,000 Porsches. A Porsche representative telling NBC, our immediate thoughts are of relief that the 22 crew of the merchant ship Felicity Ace are safe and well. Adding anyone concerned by this incident and the implications on the car they've ordered should contact their Porsche dealer. It
0: makes me sad to think about uh, the cars that are out there, the cars that are not going to make it to their homes. Car
3: lover and luxury auto show organizer Stuart Sobeck says many of those high-end cars are bespoke, custom-made to order. How long would someone have been waiting for one of those luxury vehicles before this incident?
0: But depending on the model, they might have been waiting six months or a year. And it all depends on what the model is. But these, these are very high-end cars, so this is probably not anybody that's going to miss out on their daily driver
3: now a better look at the damage the portuguese navy sharing these photos of the firefight today smoke lingering but the navy still reporting no signs of pollution
0: you know it's just um uh, it's a it's travesty for sure for anybody in the car world
3: thankfully the potential of burned out cars appears to be the biggest loss
1: with all 22 crew members saved yeah congratulations to the portuguese navy too who uh uh, got the uh, 22 crew members off of that ship uh, safely and without any uh, major injuries or anything like that. Quite a feat to uh, to find it. Now they have to figure out how they're going to get that ship uh, from the spot. It sits dead in the Atlantic uh, to Rhode Island so they can recover the salvage. I don't know if they if they ship Bentleys, I I would think, and this is just pure speculation, I haven't been able to get a hold of anybody at Porsche to find out, but or a, a VW Group, uh, we we will try for next week. If those cars are shipped uh, a Bentley, which is a you know 300000 three hundred thousand dollar car, I'm thinking that they probably ship those in some kind of container, that that isn't shipped just. Um, out, you know, uh, put together in a cargo hold, sitting next to a whole bunch of other cars unprotected. It's just speculation. And uh, I would think if I'm smart enough to think it should be done like that, that the people at VW who are probably much smarter than I uh, would, you know, be able to figure on that and get, you know, and and, and do that. But you never know to save costs, to save this, to save that. Sometimes car companies and every company does strange things but if you have a uh, hundred bentley's on there or 50 bentley's on there at uh you know 200 hundred three hundred thousand dollars a piece wow that's a loss so hopefully they're in containers that are fireproof but even so i don't know would you want one of those cars uh i i don't think i would because you figure it's got to be at the very least smoke and water damage um to those to those vehicles and um, I don't think you're going to be able to. We talked about this on the Mikey and Vinny show yesterday. I don't think Porsche will, Porsche will be able to sell those vehicles or you'll be able to buy those vehicles because in just plain and uh, in, in just looking at it in plain sight, anything happens to somebody driving one of those vehicles in the future, whether it has a salvage title, it doesn't have a salvage title, whatever, you know that they're going to go back and sue Porsche for selling them that car or not or making that car available to be sold it is just better for everybody i hate to say this but better for porsche and probably in the long run less expensive for them to just crush the car and not sell it to anybody it's just the way more our legal system i mean it could be well again we don't know we haven't seen the cars but Chances are that, uh, you know, a car like that could be rebuilt in some fashion, but the reality is, do you want to drive it? Do you want to drive it? Do you want to drive it? And if something happens to that car down the road, it's going to be trouble. So, uh, they may be better off just, uh, putting those in the crusher and, uh, they'll probably, I'm sure get paid by insurance for those cars. Uh, one way or the other, whether it's the carrier or the, or whoever, somebody's going to pay uh, a crap load of money out on those cars. And uh, they'll probably wind up as a coral reef somewhere um, uh, for uh, divers to inspect. they will be, you know, 50 years from now, they will be the, the, some guy sitting in this seat will be doing the story about the coral reef of Porsches uh, that sits off the coast of Rhode Island. Um, Here's an interesting story that I found that is going to make you it's either going to make you laugh or make you cry. One or the other, you know, there's a, uh, you know, there's a lot to worry about living in New York City. I mean, there's a lot to worry about crime and governors who like to play touchy feely and all sorts of different things to worry about in the city of New York and now. Uh, the city of New York has given people one more thing to worry about. And believe you me, if it happens there, don't think that the city council in Seattle or Bellevue or somewhere is going to consider this as well. Uh, the the uh, uh, experimental program that's running in New York City um, has a camera that can detect how loud your car is and if your car or truck or whatever it is exceeds a certain decibel limit you'll get a ticket in the mail for um <laughs> for that the, the loudness of your car you pass by a, 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 this, this experimental camera this this camera that they've mounted with a microphone and it registers the noise on your car and if your car is too loud Snaps a picture, takes a sound recording, shows how many decibels it went over, and you get a notice in the mail that you have to show up at, um, you are required to appear with your BMW, this is the the notice I'm reading here now, um, in Greenpoint to the sewage treatment plant (laughs) to have your car inspected for loudness. And if you don't, If you say that, oh, well, you know, this is just a bunch of crap, uh, you could face a maximum fine of $875 plus uh, have your vehicle registration and your driver's license revoked for failing to appear. It's just like a regular um, traffic ticket that a police officer would give you. So um, you know there's a new bill in New York City that says that uh, you know, you have to keep quiet, it's, uh, it raises fines from exhaust noise from 152 to 1,000 bucks, which is the highest in the nation. Uh, now, it's an experimental program. They'll look at it again on June 30th and decide um, whether they're going to keep it or, or junk it. I suspect that they're going to keep this thing. I would suspect that this is going to be a moneymaker for them, especially if you put one of these cameras up uh, in places where they know that there's um, a lot of street racing going on, a lot of uh, uh, loud noise goes on. You'll be able to catch these cars, get a picture of them, and either get them off the street or make some money off of it. And as I said, if this works, if this program works out, I guarantee you that you'll see this in Seattle, and in Bellevue, and in Everett, and, in, and all these other cities, Tacoma, where you uh, you know you regularly can hear loud exhaust going up and down different streets, especially if you go to a you know by a, a hamburger place on. Uh, a Saturday night, a Friday night, a place that's popular with the kids, the loud exhaust on Subarus and, and Hondas and Toyota, you know, all the little, the little cars the kids make hot rods out of these days, all would be over this decibel limit. I don't know exactly what the limit is, but you know, and I know it, that uh, these cars are loud. So, Something to keep, a, remember you heard it here first, when you, when you see him putting up those signs on Aurora Avenue saying, <laughs> hookers okay, loud exhaust not, <laughs> that's, that's what you'll be dealing with. All right. Uh, by the way, Nathan, our erstwhile producer, is uh, with us. Good morning, Nathan. How are you?
2: Good morning, Vinny. Doing well and excited for a little bit of a change coming to my car.
1: Yes, you're uh, you're getting new tires,
2: aren't you? I am. Already got some ordered, and they're on their way. Can't wait to get the appointment scheduled to install them and give them a run. Now,
1: you didn't like the old tires? What was wrong? Uh, with the old they were tires?
2: starting to. I mean, they were good, I would say, but now they're getting to the point where they're towards the end of their tread life. Plus, they're very noisy. I find yeah. compared to a lot of other cars I go into, it's like, man, these things are really loud tires and. For me like wanting to enjoy the music and then hearing the sounds and stuff like that it's really distracting so i'm due for a new tire
1: well now whatever you do before you get your new tires don't drive by uh don't drive to new york city you may get it wind up getting a ticket just on your yeah, right i might remote. trigger
2: that camera just by my car driving on the tires alone
1: <laughs> and you were telling me you had a great experience with uh with picking up your with get your tires i i told you to uh, stop by a certain place and Uh, you know check them out and uh, it worked out huh
2: yes i did and you know you've been mentioning that certain place several times on your uh, show and that's costco and went to their tire center uh, per your recommendation and really fantastic experience going there i was going online to get my tires ordered there and the one i was going for i was going for the michelin pilot sport all season four well it said they were not available and i checked all the different costcos nope nothing so I was at Costco one day and decided, oh, well, might as well just go into the tire center and just talk about it. Maybe there's a different tire option for me that would also su- uh, suit my needs. And I talked to the guy at the counter and said, yeah, I was just looking online, saw that there was no uh, not available uh, Michelin Pilot Sport All Season 4s, and I was hoping I could probably get them before the discount ended, because they're doing, you know, they always rotate the discounts for the tire brand. Right. Well... Uh, He said, I'll just go onto my system and look and see if there's some tires available. And sure enough, uh, I think he found some at a different Costco warehouse. And he said, yeah, I got four of them here. I'll get them shipped over. We'll give them a call, Uh, give you a call when they're arrived and we can set up appointments. So ordered my tires there and went really well.
1: Good, good, good. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I don't know if people generally think of, uh, Costco as uh, a place to buy tires, but I'm going to be honest with you. I have had, had uh, several experiences between myself and people I know and family members who have sent to Costco to buy tires, and uh, they all have fared well. I don't I don't know anybody that's ever had a problem, up to and including um, my sister who had a problem with the, uh, the tires on her car, they replaced all four tires. Um, you know, no charge. Uh, because they didn't, I I forget exactly what the problem was with the tires, but they didn't sound, they made noise or something like that. And, uh, she brought it in, they looked at it and they said, okay, we'll we'll just get you four new tires. Um, in addition to
2: the, in addition to the tire manufacturer's warranty, they also give you like a Costco warranty too. That kind of like insures your tires.
1: Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's just this, uh, real now again. not paid to say this we're not we don't take any money from costco for saying this or anything like that i'm just a guy that believes that when you see something that's good you know it's so hard to get good service these days anywhere you go i mean you know service is like been taken out of the american language that when you go to an honest service when it comes to cars i mean it's just it's unfortunate but that's the pitfalls that you have to do so when you find a place that deals with you uh, with integrity and honesty and uh, gives you service and believes that the customer is right that you know that's uh, that's something to be talked about, especially in automotive where there's so many scoundrels out there and so many people are trying to rip you. Um, this is uh, you know this is something that we need to be highlighting places that um, to take care of their customers. And that uh, you know, and, and and help their customers out, and that's how you build a business. And Costco, I mean, I don't know what where they rank as a tire real, retailer in the United States, uh, but I would have to think pretty damn high. And plus, where the tire store can you get a dollar fifty hot dog and Coke at the same time?
2: Or walk around and try out different foods and have like an international buffet?
1: Yeah, this I don't know any other tire store that has a buffet. When you walk in, you, yeah, how long is gonna be for my car? Two hours. Hey, take three. I'm gonna walk around. <laughs> take a little time. You come back and yeah, did you have lunch? Oh yes, I had a fine lunch. I had some uh, brie squares and some Adel sausage, <laughs> a little bit of chicken, <laughs> and uh, hot dog and a coke to wash it down for a dollar fifty. Can't beat it. You can't beat it. All right, you got a you got a question you want to ask me this morning, Nathan? Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Oh, Nathan, I'm glad you asked. My lord, am I glad you asked. I am driving the Ford Mustang Mach E, uh, which is um a spectacular little ride. It's the electric Mustang. It's the Mustang that people said uh don't uh, you know, they were all up in arms about it. Don't name the Mustang it's this, this an SUV. it's not a Mustang ta ta ta. Well, it's faster than any Mustang I've ever driven. I'll tell you that right now, it gets off the line uh, in unbelievable time. And the GT uh, model that I'm driving is um, is quick, uh, luxurious. all-wheel drive has good range i going to I haven't I haven't stretched it out on its range yet but I'm going to think that it, you know it's got at least a 200 mile range they say 230 I'll split the difference with the other 30 and say okay it'll go to uh go to a 200 and it's it's a pleasant car to drive it has so many innovations in it things like uh you know the one foot driving uh and it's agile it it handles well it doesn't feel like um, like it has no weight in the front. They've weighted the steering perfectly. It uh, is easy to get in and out of. It's comfortable inside. Uh, the interior of the seats have bolsters on them. Uh, the screen is large and easily decipherable. You're not sitting there for three hours trying to figure out what button you're supposed to hit. And... Um, again uh you, you know it has uh all-wheel drive so you have uh, uh you know enough motors to get you wherever you need to go quickly i think it has a ridiculous zero to 60 time of like uh under six seconds I mean it's really quick it's it's impressively quick uh, especially for people that have driven gas power because I get that torque and everything man it you put it and you dial it into drive and you hit the gas and it just snaps your neck back. And it's, uh, it's go time in this thing. And uh, it is really, uh, you know, we drove it 2021 a few months ago, pretty much the same except one difference, and I think a huge difference in this particular car. It has the Blue Cruise, which is about as close to, autonomous driving as you can get right now and i am anxious to take it out and and get on the highway with the blue cruise and see how exactly that works gonna take a trip today get on the road um got it fully charged it's ready to go and i just think that that blue cruise is uh is something to uh, uh to check out so we'll have a full report on the mock e gt next week from the portland auto show but uh, it, it it's just an impressive car. And Ford is really doing electric right. This is another one of those cars like the Volkswagen id4 that well number one I think is every bit as good as a Tesla. and also will get people from a, uh, a, a gasoline engine car, and into trying an electric. And maybe that's because, maybe they were geniuses with the Mustang name, because maybe by naming this thing a Mustang, there's a certain bunch, uh, uh, a certain part of us that aren't going to fear it as much. It's going to have a familiarity to it. You know, all these manufacturers now are naming cars with these weird uh, LD1ST4 and all this kind of stuff. It's confusing enough with these models. With these models and all these letters and numbers um i think that having a piece of familiarity about a car a name that you're familiar with even though it's really not much to do with the original uh can put you into a sense of security i mean half of this thing is 90 percent psychological anyway so yeah i know it's a yogi bearer quote i put it in there anyway um so I'm loving this car. I have, a, like I said, I have a full report next week. It's just really, uh, and, and there's a lot of electrics coming. Uh, you know, Hyundai is out with a couple. Kia has the EV6 rolling around the streets now. I'm, tra- I'm hoping to get it to drive that uh, pretty quickly. But right now, Ford has improved on the Mustang that I drove just six months ago, and I, I love the improvements. And hopefully, uh, it will continue to, uh, to improve. Uh, again, the electrics are coming. And if they are as stylized and as fun to drive as Ford's Mustang Mach-E in his GT form, I, I think, people, it's going to go a long way toward getting people out of combustion engine cars and into electrics. All right, we'll take a quick break here, and uh, when we get back, we got our cartoon, a special cartoon this morning, and a few other things that we have for you, including uh, our road test of the Mini Cooper. This is Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. Nathan, the producer, is with us as well, right here on 1150
4: KKNW. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com.
1: Right back with you on KK KKNW, Drive Time Radio. Thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. Uh, quite a special hello, too, to our friend Helen, who is listening from up in Vancouver. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We have, You know, it's funny. We have uh, a number of people that listen uh, from up in Canada. The signal reaches up there. They listen there, and they listen online, and, uh, and and hopefully enjoy the show. I think it was that article I wrote about four years ago Uh, pointing out the cars uh, the five cars that you can get in Canada that you can't get in the United States and uh, maybe that uh, endeared me to the uh, to the Canadians very uh, you know which I love I mean I love Canada I love going up there and I love uh, going up to Vancouver and to Squamish and to uh, Whistler and All of those towns that are out there, the beautiful waterfall they have up there, and just uh, it's a beautiful place, beautiful country, and beautiful people. I always love going to Vancouver, and hopefully we'll get up there soon. I think I told you my border story a few months ago. When they lifted the um, restrictions, I mean, I, first day, boom, get in the car, we go up there, and, I, you know, of course, I don't read everything. I just say, oh, the border's open, let's go, but, you know, get up there and realize that you have to go through, like, seven different changes to get into Canada. You got to sign up. Uh, here, you got to get a, a vaccination thing and a thing and another thing and the other thing there, and you need five or six things before you can go in the country. So uh, we got into the country for, like, three seconds. You know, we got to the border. They said, you got to turn around. So we made the turnaround and came back into uh, the United States. So we got to Canada for three seconds, five seconds it was with my daughter. And she's looking at me and thinking I'm a nitwit because I didn't look at, I didn't read everything, which, I, you know, it's funny. I usually do, but for whatever reason, I just got so excited about going up to Canada that, you know, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, and also a, a very big hello to our friends that are listening in uh, Pittsburgh this morning as well. And we got a bunch of people, my friend George Jackson, who has been a, a longtime supporter of the program. Uh, and uh, uh, one of my dearest and closest friends is listening. And uh, I know we have people out in Spokane listening that are driving up to, um, to go skiing probably right now sitting in their, uh, in their car or their truck, just waiting for the ski lift to open and listening to drive time radio. Thank you also for uh, listening to our little program uh, here on 150 KKW. And of course, we are Worldwide. You can also get us uh, on YouTube. We put all of the shows, the Mikey and Vinny shows and other little special features and stuff on YouTube. Uh, just search out Golden V Media And you will find us there or go to our Facebook page and you can click on us from there because I post everything up on uh, the Facebook page as well. Good news for Subaru this week. Um, uh, Subaru, you know, Consumer Reports puts out their annual rankings of 32 automotive brands. Who do you think dropped the most? Uh, Tesla. Now, that's what you get for pitching to put a, a, a meme of Hitler on your uh, on your feed, isn't it? Actually, this happened before that, but this week for you if you didn't see it, Elon Musk tweeted a uh, a meme in which he uh, equated Justin Trudeau to Hitler. Oh, what an idiot! Um, so Tesla once fell seven spots. They moved down to 23 out of 32. Subaru, right up to the top. Top 10 brands for performance, safety, owner satisfaction, and predicted reliability are Subaru, Mazda, BMW, Honda, Lexus, Audi, Porsche, Mini, Toyota, and infinity so uh there are there are your top uh top brands and again it's uh most consistent performance across their bottle lineups uh in their statement um mainstream brands like subaru mazda and honda uh have strong showings and it's really What it says, I think, is that you don't have to buy an Acura. You don't have to buy a Lexus. You don't have to buy an Infiniti, although they're beautiful cars. But if you want to buy a safe, reliable, satisfactory car, you don't have to spend all that money. You can find those requirements, those attributes, in a Subaru. In a, um, uh, you know, in, in a, a Nissan, in a lot of the different cars that aren't luxury brands. Uh, the 2022 Forester uh, was also one of the top 10 picks in the small SUV category. Green choice vehicles with a Nissan Sentra for small car, the Toyota Prius, uh, the Accord midsize, the RAV4 Prime and the uh, Ford Mustang Mach-E electric vehicle. And as a matter of fact, the Mach-E took the spot of the Tesla Model 3. It's a consumer report saying that it's easier to live with than a Tesla. The reliability is above average. They'll keep an eye on it, but uh, very few problems from owners on the Ford Mach-E. And so that's good. And also the Blue Cruise uh, feature that we talked about before, the driver assist system, is yards better than Tesla, which does not keep the driver engaged. Uh, It it monitors the driver to say if the driver is not paying attention to the road, is playing a video game or something like that, it punishes them. It says stop. (laughs) Stop. Stop that! So that's a that that's a good thing. Uh, but they also said that without the Blue Cruise, the maki would be a topic. But with the Blue Cruise, it puts it over the top. So again, I'm excited to go out and uh, play with this. And uh, the sad thing is, is as much as we tout and want you to buy uh, American under Tesla. So twenty four Tesla's twenty three chevy mercedes-benz lincoln jaguar alfa romeo land rover mitsubishi gmc and lastly jeep unfortunately that's uh when it comes to the uh prerequisites uh uh of a vehicle that you're looking for and reliability and and uh confidence in that vehicle is one of them you know jeep does poorly in that respect it's um you know, and, and a lot of them, I, I you know, a lot, again, a Jeep is, you know, we view it as a mainstream brand now, but for many people, a Jeep is, you know, a recreational vehicle. And unfortunately, uh, other people now, again, the new rent, the new vehicles that are coming out from Jeep are really something to see. Uh, they've really done a great job on uh, uh, the Cherokee and, and uh, the Grand Cherokee and Some of these other vehicles, I've driven them for a long distance yet, but this may help Jeep in the long run. But it it really kind of hurts to see Jeep in last place on this list. But anyway, you can go check that out at ConsumerReports.com. They'll have the whole uh, kit and caboodle there for you to look at. Uh, So if you want to see those reliability ratings before you go out and buy a car, that's where you'll find that. And even if you have to subscribe to Consumer Reports, I think it's a good deal. because they give you a lot of good information, uh, even if you just pick up their magazine on the newsstand uh, that has, uh, you know, their automotive uh, uh, edition they put out a couple of times a year, ranking and 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 talking about the vehicles. I read it. Uh, I think it's great information. If you're going to sit there and buy a car or, or start to research to buy a car, I think it's great information to know the reliability and what your car. Uh, we test them whether we like them or we don't like them, or whether they're roomy, they're not roomy, whether they start up. Consumer Reports keeps them. They buy them, they take them, they drive them, and they can tell you more about that car later on down the line. We drive them for a week. They drive them for a year. So they really do have, I think, some of the best reporting on these vehicles. Uh, that you can find when you're researching them okay time now for the uh, cartoon every week we know that tunes in cars mix music and cars so I thought that uh I don't know I I just got hung up on a lot of Janis Joplin this week I don't know why I didn't look to see if it was a birthday or anything like that but I just happened to kind of listen to Big Brother and the holding company and and Janis and all of that stuff, and uh, so I figured we'd uh, take a car song from her. She has one of the most uh, popular car songs, songs of all time, and she asked the question, oh, why, oh, Lord, do I not drive a Mercedes-Benz? That's it. <laughs> ah, that laugh. Janice Chaplin with Mercedes-Benz, and um, it's a great, you know, it's a, it's a great song. He's sitting in the back of the bus, and, you know, you're driving across country, and Lester's uh, Green Tortoise, and you're Everybody just breaks out into that one every once in a while. All right, quick break here. We'll come back with our uh, Drive Time Road Test. The uh, Mimi Cooper is on the board this morning. How did I like it? How do you like it? Is it a great car? We'll talk about that when we come back right here on Drive Time Radio.
0: Ever look inside a drop of gasoline? We do at Tidewater again and again. Splitting the tiniest of drops, even smaller. And smaller. And smaller. Then we check the balance of molecules to learn all that science can learn. All to make Flying A the most advanced gasoline of today and for tomorrow. From other Tidewater research programs come new ways to bring your car a longer engine life with lubricants designed to protect under all conditions in any climate. That's why V-Doll motor oils are so widely used in 82 countries around the world. And Tidewater research also brings you greater safety with the remarkable new Flying-A Safety Ride tire, first with the revolutionary Dynapol Tread. New Safety Ride tires take extreme punishment with an extra margin of safety. Watch! At 50 miles per hour, these Flying-A tires on the left stop 39 feet safer than other premium tires. New gasolines developed in Tidewater laboratories have to prove themselves under the widest range of driving conditions. They're tested for winter driving high in the mountains, tested for summer heat out on the desert, tested for start and stop driving too. Tested and tested to make sure flying A gasoline puts more action in your car wherever you drive. This research is just part of Tidewater's one and a quarter billion dollar investment For your car. And here's where it all pays off for you in finer products and better service at your Flying A dealer. Drive in at Tidewater's sign of quality, Flying A.
4: Alternative Talk 1150 online at 1150kknw.com.
1: And back you on Drive Time Radio. Don't forget, next week we will be at the Portland Auto Show. Uh, down in portland if you uh want to go down and take a look at some cars i noticed we were just at the seattle auto show in november but there's you know it's funny uh i'm trying to figure out I was looking at the kind of the roster for the portland auto show trying to figure out what is going to be different down there the first time you could see the ev6 was at the seattle auto show but yet this um business is moving so fast the electrics are moving so fast that there'll be different cars down in portland uh and cars that you haven't seen before at portland than you saw in seattle so in the space of three months you'll see different cars down here so it's worth it for you to uh, take a ride down and uh enjoy the show down here walk around the uh the convention center grab yourself uh couple of those fancy donuts from that place that I that I still have never been to. Maybe I'll I'll wind up hitting that place. I don't know. I don't even know what the name of it. You know Nathan what the name of that uh that that fancy donut store is down there in Portland. Oh voodoo. Oh voodoo, okay. Well, who knew voodoo? Um <laughs> and have you had a voodoo donut?
2: And fancy is a good way of putting their donuts, I would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard some stories. I mean, like I say, I've never had one, uh, but I've heard the stories about bacon and chalk, uh, you know, all sorts of crazy combinations. H- have you had the pleasure of having a voodoo donut?
2: I've been down there. It's actually a really good place to stop by if you're in the area. I wouldn't maybe necessarily make a road trip out of it, but if you're in the Portland area, it's definitely worth a stop going to voodoo. Yeah, and well, especially the one right in the heart of, those, of downtown.
1: So. Yeah, you know, I mean. Did I deliver? Can I get a uh, can I get Uber Eats to send the donuts <laughs> over to the convention center?
2: Sure, i would probably just get a, you know, tack on a delivery fee like distance, but you can probably oh, yeah. do that. Some Uber driver would probably do it for you.
1: Okay. Well well I have you know Uber Eats so I wonder if they're on there. Because um I hear there's like an hour line to get a donut. It can be like that. Yeah, uh, not for me, it can't. But especially
2: uh, on a Friday night. <laughs>
1: Sorry, but have very few things in life I'll wait a, an hour online for. Uh, when I was younger, man, I used to camp out all night for Springsteen tickets. But um, you know, now I don't know. I, I need a <laughs> I need a functioning bathroom. <laughs> I'm online for anything. Uh all right, let's uh, let's do the road test. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because I could start to see that conversation is going to the south quickly. All right, this week, the road test car is the Mini Cooper, uh, the S model. Uh, the Mini Cooper has been uh, uh, dolled up for the 2022 model year, which, um, you know, it, it, it's not one of those vehicles where uh, there's so much change when they change them, when they do a model change, that it's very noticeable, but there are, uh, you know, headlights are better, and taillight the taillights are kind of cool, they have these little British uh, half flags, them. so if you put both taillights on, it looks like uh, the British flag, but they're separated by car. Anyway, anyway, it's it's a cute little thing. Uh, You hit the brake lights, you hit the directional signals, and the British, half of the British flag, the Union Jack, uh, comes up, which is interesting because it's, uh, I mean, even though it's made in England now, it's made by BMW, which is a German company. So you see, it all comes comes back and comes around. But a very nice, uh, a, a very appealing look to this car on the outside. Yeah, it's got its square shape and everything, but in that it's unique it's different than other small cars in this category that you would go up against uh you know uh uh, the uh nissan uh versa the hyundai accent it definitely has a different look than any of those and i think that the uh you know the research on the car uh, shows that it is markedly different uh, especially this year where they've uh, standardized a lot of the tech and safety features. When you buy a package, they're in there. You don't have to sit around and, and uh, play with them, you, you know, and wait, uh, you know, put an option here, option there. And by the time you get there, you're, you know, $10,000 more than you wanted to spend. Uh, a lot of the stuff now is standard and it, you should look at that. And again, it, it, it uh, comes in a, in a variety of, of different configurations, uh, including a convertible, uh, a hatchback, uh, a little SUV called the Countryman, like it's a little station wagon. Uh, so you can get it in a variety of sizes and configurations as well. Uh, and it's, a, a, as I said, a very appealing car on the outside. One note I want to make about this car, the model I had had this uh, a gradient roof that started out blue and ended up. Black at the back, and I think it with a panoramic sunroof. I think it was gorgeous. You can go online and see the pictures of the car, uh, but I think an absolutely spectacular uh, looking car, and really um, set it up as a very classy uh, looking small car. When you get into the car, now the uh, two door hard top version I drove is a little tight uh, when getting into it. It's a little bit tight but once you're in there you're okay. Uh, it's, um, you know, it could be a little bit wider and if you want the wider you go for the bigger model. It's a, it's a little bit bigger. has a little more space. The Countryman or something like that has a little bit more space in it. A little wider. But still not uncomfortable and uh, not um claustrophobic. Uh, As far as the interior, it's funky, it's different. It has that big, round uh, gauge cluster in the middle that also, in association with the Harman Kardon system, lights up and makes different colors. It's, It's great in the dark. I mean, you can sit there, when you're sitting in the car, as you sometimes do, looking at a listening to a piece of music, it it pulsates, it does all those things, it turns color. It's just, it's a little piece of grooviness. It's a little something that's fun. No real purpose for it, but it's fun. And after all, if you buy a car like this, you're probably into fun, right? You probably want to have a little bit uh, more fun. As you you drive the car, uh, again, it's got a... um, you know, the little dial and make it go. You know, the dial for the shifter. You pull the shifter back, and you switch it into different modes. There's green. Uh, I like the switches on this car too. They're toggle switches, and they're really, uh, really a lot of. I mean, they're fun to play with the switches. You feel like a little bit of an airline pilot. You toggle it into green. It saves you gas. You toggle it into sport and the car juices up a little bit, feels like it's a little charged up, and it cuts through the curves. It handles well. It's really um, a very, very sharp handling car. It'll take you where you want to go. The model I had had the turbocharged two-liter, four-cylinder, 228 horsepower, and it really, you know, held the road nicely. Uh, Handled well for a front-wheel drive car. And guess what? You can get the Mini Cooper with a standard transmission. That's right, kids. A standard transmission. The seven-speed automatic uh, that I had uh, shifted sharply and well. Great engines in this car. Uh, Got 29 MP, uh, excuse me, uh, 22 MPG in the city, uh, 31 in the country. A little lower than you'd probably want out of a car, but you got to pay a little bit for fun. It also comes in an electric version as well. And if you want the all wheel drive, you got to move up to the Clubman or the Country. Good reliability numbers on these things uh, because they are made by BMW. They do well in the uh, crash rating test and uh, a very sharp, uh, you know, very, very good rating when it comes to safety airbags all around uh so on and so forth that's going to wrap up another edition of drive time we thank you so much for listening we'll see you next saturday morning if the lord's will in the creek don't rise right here on eleven fifty kknw have a good week